We Are Three are three women entrepreneurs, therapists, and authors who witness the powerful impact of blending Eastern spiritual practices with Western psychology. They use diverse practices, philosophies, and theoretical perspectives to provide their clients and listeners with opportunities to learn, grow, and heal moving wounds to wellness. With their raw, risky, and real framework, they provide a safe place for relaxation, connection, and a means to let one's guard down. They share their real stories, tips, and practices to tap into healing potential. Please let me introduce the We Are Three trio of Carmen Jelly, Suzanne Rochon, and Natalie LaBelle. Hello and welcome to We Are Three. This is our first podcast in 2021 and we invite you to sit back and pour a cup of tea or go for a nice long walk, whatever nourishes you because this is the topic of our conversation today as we reflected on what stirred up in us in 2021 there was a real energy of reflection last year in deciding how to navigate our lives. And one thing that the three of us landed on when we reflected also was the deep need to continue to nourish ourselves, our own selves, our relationships, our connections. The word nourish really ha- takes on so many meanings. So in this episode, we will explore what does what nourishment means for us how do we nourish ourselves our bodies our minds our souls so we invite you to take a pause and a break and let go of your day thus far and listen and nourish yourself happy new year here we are, Nat and Happy Carmen. New Year. Happy New and Year, my yayas. <laughs> the yayas. Yes. That's, our, that's, our, that's our new word, eh? Yeah. Uh, our, and for our listeners, uh, yayas means the collection of women who support each other through some pretty difficult times but also through the great times and I think that's a beautiful reflection of uh, of who we are and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and who we've been um, so yes welcome to 2021 uh, with um, probably two of the the most amazing women that I know so thank you for that but oh, we'd also yeah. like to welcome our listeners to 2021 um, we're not really sure what it's going to bring um, but we're excited to come together and uh, to bring we are three and our podcast to you this year and today's topic uh, or the word for today is nourish and it's about nourishing mind body and spirit and very often when we think of nourishment we think of food what what do i put into my body but we want to expand that to um obviously to the body 
uh, but to the mind and to our soul. And uh, here's an interesting story that brought us to the words nourish and today's topic. Uh, I think it was New Year's Eve. My husband and I passed the I Ching, and <clears throat> the I Ching is a divination tool that um, that we've used before, used, I'll say, regularly, and it's to receive guidance. And we just ask a general question, um, and we asked about, you know, give us some guidance for 2021, and what came up was nourishment and it was nourishment um of mind body and soul and i shared that uh with you both i think the next day as we were exchanging um you know, well it was after carmen proposed that we do the nourishing and that's when you right that's that's right. So, yes. That's right. Yes. yes. So Carmen said the next day, ah, the word that came to me was nourish. And mm -hmm. I said, oh my gosh, that was the word that came to me as well. And that, that whole experience just beautifully resonated with you. And, and that's how we started talking about the importance of um, talking about nourishment, mm -hmm. um, but also how to support each other through it. So our hope for today, um, and uh, hopefully the gift that we bring to our listeners today, is the support in how uh, we plan on nourishing ourselves and hopefully inspire people uh, to nourish themselves in 2021, um, because quite frankly, we don't we don't know what it's going to bring, mm -hmm. and um, and and we just want to have a really open dialogue around um, opportunities and strategies for nourishment. It is the word. It is, and I think it's definitely appropriate given. You know, we're coming into a full year of the pandemic. A lot of things have uh, been shifted in our lives. A lot of feelings out of control continue to kind of permeate our daily lives. And so turning towards ourselves and nourishing ourselves is one of the, the, the few things that we can do that hasn't been taken away from us, so to speak. Um, but I do want to acknowledge that as we're going to navigate this conversation today, that we do have... Um, there are people who may not have the luxury of doing some of the things, right? Who uh, are either very unwell or in both physical, mental, or, you know, um, and so it's just, we do want to acknowledge that, but um, while we're talking about self-nourishment and self-care, it's um, every little piece, you know, it doesn't have to be these grand things. If it's, you know, allowing yourself to rest because you're not well, then that's nourishing your body and your soul oh i'm so glad you said that they don't have to be grandiose ideas at all and, mm -hmm. and we want to explore that today mm -hmm. um, what leads to nourishment what leads to any kind of change we want it all starts with baby steps baby yes. steps lead to big change and and i think that's really important to to, yeah. to set out there as we 
explore what nourishment means to us and as the word we chose to to really dive into in this episode and this year i think for me uh, in terms of coming out of 2020 and entering 2021 there's still a lot of unknowns there's it's, it feels like a year of being open-minded and flexible and 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 right there's 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 so much unknown but what we do have control over is ourselves Mm -hmm. and what what does it what would it look like to nourish myself in terms of what i need body mind and soul for all of us yeah so we're going to share our our ways what it means to us and what we're doing and we invite our listeners to consider what does it mean to you and um you know, how can you kind of turn towards this and make your goals for your own nourishment for 2021? I I love that match because that's, that's the key, right? It's so individualized. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's the piece that we need to remember. And I just also want to add, even the word nourish, there's, to me, when I hear the word nourish, there's a compassionate and very gentle flow to the word. And, and I think that's the message, right? Um, this, is, this is about doing the things that actually replenish you. Mm-hmm. So whatever that is, that's, it's okay. And maybe that's the question that our listeners can ask themselves is what, what replenishes me? What lights me up? Um, you know, what changes my, um, my mindset? Uh, what are those things that are important to me? And, and through those questions is, you know, where we'll get, we'll, we'll get the answer to, what will nourish mm-hmm. i found a great quote because nourishment means something different to everybody and if you look up the word nourishment you're going to get dictionaries definitions and most of it relates to food and other substances but from our psychological perspective maybe this this one re- really resonated with me by deborah De- deborah day nourishing yourself in a way that helps you blossom in the direction you want to go is attainable and you are worth the effort Mm, i love that very well said so i think the three things that we want to focus on is our nourishing our mind our body and our soul so i don't know if you want to take turns with going over mind for all three and then going through all three of them or what do you what are you thinking how about we start with one of them and go around our triad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> with our and we can be raw, risky, and real. We sure can. That's yeah. the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell to our listeners, we're having a bit more of an organic conversation today. Um, so we're gonna kind of uh, see where the conversation brings us. We're bringing in the real aspect of, mm-hmm. of ourselves, right? Yes. 
So do you want to start us off, Nat, with mine? What are some of the strategies? Well, I think that for myself, uh, I'm entering, as I enter 2021, I'm entering a very, uh, I think it's going to be a challenging course. Um, I'm taking a course on critical race theory, and I know that it's going to be uncomfortable, um, but I am looking forward to um, nourishing my mind with the, the readings and some rich discussions and, you know, inviting myself to, pushing myself to really think outside the box and uh, view things from another perspective. And this is something that does replenish me and, um, you know, igniting my passion around uh, sociology has always been one of my, my passions and I'm really looking forward to, to this. So I think this is how I'll be nourishing my mind and at the same time recognizing when I need to let my mind uh, rest. <laughs> so it'll be definitely uh, finding balance between um, learning and striving to uh, increase my personal growth um, while also ensuring that it doesn't lead to um, any kind of burnout. <laughs> That'll be the uh, the balance, but I'm, I am looking forward to to challenging some preconceived notions that I have, and um, kind of taking a journey that I often ask clients to take. Right, so it'll be uh, be an interesting one. I love that, Nat. Hmm. And what you said resonates with me, and especially the part about for me having an open mind rather than a closed mind mm -hmm. and kind of adopting this belief or philosophy that this year, this is going to be a year of anything goes, anything goes. It's kind of a mantra I have for myself in terms of how do I nourish some discomfort in myself, some mm -hmm. holding some opposites, even within my family. And um, for example, on how, how we're dealing with the stress of COVID and shutdowns and, limited interaction so and i'm trying to come from a place of joy rather than fear and i see that on a continuum fear and joy mm -hmm. and if i'm if my if i'm making my decisions for me and it, my decisions might not be okay for you or someone else and that's okay what i mean by anything goes is what's right for me isn't always right for everybody else and that's okay so I'm, I'm trying to nourish my mind by being open-minded. And I find when I'm in, when I'm living from more of a joy than fear, I have a lot of creative energy. If I'm living in fear, it's more prevention energy. Yeah. If I'm living in joy, it's creation. And I, and, and I love to write and I love to have a push forward kind of energy that can really get stifled if I'm in fear. And so if I want, my mind to flourish i have to sort of dig down and okay anything goes and i'm not gonna not gonna judge and everything's gonna be okay so kind of reframing my day being intentional every day about that um it's kind of where i went with nourishing my mind mm -hmm. and and one thing i read today when i was when i was looking up okay how do you nourish your mind from from outside reference points was to a few things I saw that were really helpful were start doing the things that you've been putting off, you know, things that you, that for me, it would be that creation kind of piece. Like this year in COVID was really cool. Cause I got to publish three different 
um, yeah. articles and chapters and books. And, and this year there's a bigger project with Suzanne and I. And so mm -hmm. allowing ourselves to be in that creative mind. So starting things that you've been putting off, like just, just doing them. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, and what I, and what I think of what I just talked about was adopting that that growth mindset. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about the fear mindset because definitely when we're acting out of fear, it tends to be very rigid, yeah. right? And and mm -hmm. kind of in the boxes of what we've learned, you know, that not don't necessarily help us. Whereas when you move towards joy, that creativity can really flow. Mm -hmm. I really like how you said that, and that is something to stay intentional of. So thank you for sharing that with me, Ella. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's so easy to, to go to either extreme, but to just, just be mindful. Mm -hmm. Be mindful of, of how, how, how does that feel? We'll move, we'll move into the body later, but mm -hmm. your, your mind is connected to the body, so you can't really yeah. separate the two. But, you know, we can be intentional about what we want to create. Do I want to show up in fear? Or do I want to show up in joy? Prevention versus creation. I think that's yeah. really real. And, and one other, one more point I just want to make is in terms of, of an open mindset is allow yourself to receive, to nourish yourself, allow yourself to receive. And that can be really hard for a lot of people. Um, so Yes, you may like to give and give and give, but for me, I do a lot of that and I love to give, I, I do, but I, have, but I have to learn how to receive. And that could just be allowing myself some downtime, allowing myself to read something that's for fun and not <laughs> for work, <laughs> which you guys know I struggle with. Yeah. But, you know, um, so just giving yourself some grace and being able to receive whatever your mind needs. I think mm -hmm. is, is, is kind of the what, how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm always point. so amazed at how profound the two of you are and how, when you say something, it resonates so deeply with me. And I think that's the very, very, important connection that the three of us have um when you were talking Carmen about creativity that's the piece that's coming up for me this year and the other thing um that I've sort of been thinking about is the notion of freedom 55 I'm 55 and we all know Freedom 55 from the lotto commercial, right? <laughs> you win a whole pile of money. I haven't won any money. Just in was case that lotto? I thought it wondering. was insurance. Oh, it was maybe insurance. it is. Maybe it <laughs> is. Matter. It probably <laughs> is. It's probably um, it's, Yeah. Um, but uh, so for me, the Freedom 55 is that just the freedom to be. Mm -hmm. I've spent, you know, 55 years of my life um, fitting into the roles that I thought I should be in, um, you know, believing the beliefs that had been passed down to me. Uh, and in the last year, I've spent a lot of time, um, I'll say, releasing some of those. 
And so the freedom this year that uh, I'm intentional about is that the ability to do uh, those things or giving myself the permission to do those things that truly, truly resonate, that are a reflection of who I am and, and, and things like continuing to learn. I love to learn and for many, many years um, I gave myself that gift, you know, this past year and I expect to give myself that gift again in the coming year of, um, you know, continuing to grow my mind and to push myself, um, you know, sometimes beyond the things that I think I can or can't do. Um, looking to um, make, I love to make soap. I love to work with my hands and to, to, to work with color, attention to do that. And Carmen, you talked about writing. Um, yeah, it's such, a, it's such an opportunity to understand myself better um, and, and to quiet my mind because when I'm doing it, I'm focused on what I'm doing. So, so those are a few of the things that um, I'm intentionally putting forward uh, to nourish my mind. Um, one of these, one of the things that I've been doing or continuing to do it is when I get up in the morning. I, um, you know, I uh, sometimes a little bit more, anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes of learning. Uh, I may adapt that this year and do it a little bit differently. Uh, but that, that learning component, first thing in the morning is super important to me. So, so those are the, those are my ideas. Those are my ways of nourishing who I am. Uh, nourish part of me and, and um, yeah and just being just being just giving myself the permission to be this hmm beautiful I think we all come from that premise with a growth mindset and learning if we look at all three of us in terms of the courses that we enroll in the journey that we're on it, it really nourishes all three of us to continue learning and it feeds into our, the part of us that wants to be the light in the world, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nourish ourselves so we can nourish others. Yeah. And there is no way to do that um, unless we're in a growth mindset and willing to be flexible and, you know, recognize opinions for what they are and, asking where they came from, you know, and are the, you know, are they helpful or not? And, you know, both at a macro level and a micro level, these are important questions to ask. And I think the three of us, by continuously challenging ourselves individually, I think it's, it is helpful that we can bring that into our practices. And, um, you know, I think that, that is the biggest uh, move towards personal freedom is open.
opening the mind, which sometimes feels counterintuitive. Um, it, it is counterintuitive sometimes. Well said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what's our second point around nourishing? We've did, we've done mind, which we yeah. can go on forever about. <laughs> so now we're going moving into body. Um, do you? Does anybody want to start? Do you want me to to move with that one? Start Take it off. Okay. So body, um, I I started a journey towards nourishing myself in July, and I'm really starting to notice that. Well, I haven't noticed the benefits all along, but the energy, the uh, reconnecting with my body on different levels. Um, so I was examining my relationship with food and noticing the tendency for self-soothing with, you know, delicious food that in the moment feels really good. And then came the, the shame cycles. And so it was actually, although it felt good in the moment, it was uh, had longer harmful impacts on my personal well-being um so i had to really kind of look at that so reconnecting with my body um spending time with it um noticing when it's in a maybe not the not physiologically calm and how much that's connected with reaching for something and interestingly enough the more um of a stress state my body would get in the least likely i would be to take care of my body. So going, you know, stretching and going for exercise and, you know, kind of almost like having a wall. So that was interesting too. So I've just been reconnecting with my body. So for 2021, I want to continue doing that. Um, continuing being the key word, you know, so it's funny how we can start these practices that we know are so good for us and suddenly kind of fall off. And so uh, my promise to myself or my intention is to continue to connect with my body uh, and nourish my body, which nourishes my overall wellness. So, mm, I totally resonate with everything you said, Natalie, especially paying attention to your body. And in the last year, 18 months, actually, since I took the Compassion Inquiry course, I've really put a, intention and attention into to connecting with my body and it, it because I think for me it was so easy to disconnect and just because of my personality have a push forward keep going don't listen just just keep on kind of mentality mm-hmm. or philosophy and so like really taking that time to pause and connect because our body keeps the score it's going to tell us everything yeah. yeah so that takes practice and and I think a lot of practice for some people to be able to, to really pause and do that. And for me, it's been a journey in trying to figure out when I can do that. I try, I've tried many different things over the past few years. We know we talk a lot about yoga and mindfulness and meditation. But from, and I can't do that. Suzanne just spoke about doing that in the morning, like for an hour learning and when I get out of bed in the morning, I can't be still. I can't study, learn, mm. do yoga, meditate. And I tried all last year with a book called The Presence Process. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And I can do, I can follow that book, but not in the morning. So I think it's important for people to know, to understand their body type, their energy, yes. their energy style. 
And so for me, I have to move in the morning. I can get up and, and jump on my elliptical, go for a run, do some yoga flow, but I, I can't answer my emails and, you know, like jump into my mind. I have to move my body first. And I think that's okay. So, and I, and, and I have all kinds of movements that bring me joy. And so that's, 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 so I think what I'm trying to say is I'm tweaking the way I'm going to nourish my body is to continue tweaking what works for me. And, and it's what it's different than you. And I love that Carmen, because it's not prescriptive, it's descriptive, right? So what it's, and that's again, we were saying earlier, what does it mean to you and what sparks joy or replenishes you, Carm, doesn't necessarily replenish me, right? So it, it yeah. is to recognize that, yeah, those core differences. And then and the, the flip side to that, when I'm trying to calm my mind in the evening, well, that's great time for me to meditate or, or to do yoga or to do more of those quiet, reflective type of practices. So, and, the, and I came to that realization because I was paying attention to my body. And I got really curious about what do I need? What mm-hmm. is it that I, I can't force myself to do something. I can't force myself to be still when I want to move and vice versa. You know, mm-hmm. so if we can tap in and get and connect our body and our minds, then I think it becomes easier to create um, a schedule or a nourishing system for your unique personality your unique mm-hmm. being so I, I think that's an important point for our listeners to know is like you know listen to your body check in what what do you need and once you figure that out you can be really intentional about putting that into a nice schedule for yourself and or yeah. going with the flow by listening to what you need yeah I love that term. And I think what it does is it's, you know, when I'm listening to you talk, listening to our body actually puts us in the, in, in the position to be able to actually respond. And that's what came to me when I heard you say, well, you know what, I had to be curious and I had to figure out, you know, what worked for me. So, so this is so individualized. Um, it's, it's a personal plan and the other thing is it may work for you this week but next week because you've changed you've grown you need something else so you know you tweak it again yes because you're a brand exactly Mm -hmm. exactly so what you decide today is working and it's wonderful but as we grow our needs and wants and desires change and and listening that very deep listening to the body actually puts us in a position to be able to respond so i absolutely love that one of the realizations for me um has been that i need i need to work through the body first my body responds beautifully to activity people Mm -hmm. who say um you know i hate going to the gym i hate you know walking i hate going outside i have the completely i have a completely reversed uh, uh, um, uh, response to that 
I love all of those things. Love my body responds beautifully to them. The challenge is my mind gets in the way and says things like, ah, you're not important enough. Or that's you the belief. You're not important enough. You don't have the time to take care of yourself. There's always somebody else to take care of, right? Mm. So, so for me, the work has to be with the thought. But if I can, and you've talked about this so many times, Carm, um, you know, regarding motivation versus action. You don't, you don't move to action once you have the motivation because you're never going to get the motivation. You start with the action and then you build the motivation, right? Yeah, the motivation doesn't show up out of the blue one day. And sometimes we think it will, right. when I, you know, so yeah, that's a good yeah. reminder. Yeah, no, it's not magical. There's no, oh, tomorrow, oh, look, I'm motivated this morning. You probably yeah. won't be, right? Yeah. So um, I've been doing yoga uh, in the morning. So unlike you, Carm, the morning is my time. As the sun starts to go down, so does Sue. But as the sun rises, and it's interesting because, you know, I'm born in the spring, right? And when we think of, um, you know, uh, and I'm, I won't get this right, but in indigenous culture, um, you know, the four directions, I sit in the east, which is the sunrise. And my mind, body, spirit naturally rise and come alive in the morning. Um, well, I must be the opposite. So, <laughs> uh, you must be, yeah. So, so this yoga, this morning yoga practice has been... Uh, amazing to me. It allowed with very slow, deliberate movement in a way that I can't, that I haven't been able to do otherwise. Um, so, um, and I, th- and I think what's, you know, what's interesting, what you're may not have for me in a year from now, but right now that's what grounds me and can add to myself it's interesting that so for carmen getting up in the morning is getting physical and getting the the oxygen flowing for suzanne it's you know focusing on the mind and slowing down and for me it's having my coffee and <laughs> looking around i really don't engage in anything to I just enjoy my quiet time in the morning. Uh, so it's interesting how everybody has their different uh, times of day and their needs. For me, it's, it's in the midday that I really need to uh, to connect and do my my exercise. And we all have three different my we body. three three different strategies. Absolutely, yeah. And like Suzanne, I'm also born in the spring, so I was kind of listening to that with interest. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the all three of us were similar in the sense that we do get invigorated with um, movement, with with movement. And so that that is something that the three of us, our body uh, needs. Um, and there's so many people who don't have that same need that it's a slower, you know, when I first had my physical injuries and my doctor suggested that I start swimming and walking, I was like, but that 
what? That doesn't seem like it's going to give me that cardio fix, that high intensity cardio fix that I crave. Um, but it turns out that it, it, it did. So again, having the open mind to trying different things sometimes. Is, well, we have to, and I've, I've had a yeah. few knee injuries in my life mm-hmm. where all of a sudden it feels, your world feels bleak and oh my goodness, you know, the sky is falling down. Yeah, but then it's, that's your identity. Yeah. It's not <laughs> yeah. easy to accept sometimes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and again, it's checking in to well, how else can I awaken what I need to awaken or discharge anxiety or, and you find, you find ways. And, and I think that speaks to what Suzanne said about what's working now may have to change later, but it's being open-minded is going back to our minds, having that growth mindset. Mm-hmm. You can't be in, you can't be, have a growth mindset if you're stuck in, in, in black and white thinking yes. and rigid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this moves us into soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that as, as I was reflecting on this for me, nourishing my soul this year is really, um, I've talked about this before in a previous con- uh, podcast, but the idea of Santosha, mm-hmm. um, which is completely entirely uh, complete satisfaction. I'm butchering it a little bit, but completely entirely. The idea that I am enough, I have enough, and I can continue to to grow, right? But that the things that I'm aiming for, my value and my self-worth is not dependent on that because as I am, I'm valuable and worthy. And so kind of taking that mindset and noticing when I fall into a state of want, um, and moving from appreciating the moment as it is. And it's been interesting because I'll be sitting with my partner or my kids, or that's about it right now with the lockdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'll sit with them and I'll notice in that moment, this rush of warmth going through my body and just recognizing this is love. This is, um, appreciation, uh, you know, in this moment there's nothing more that I need. And so this has been, this is something that I I do really want to keep at the forefront of my consciousness intentionally on a daily basis of, you know, how, how lucky I am as things are. And although I continue to work towards growth, I'm not dependent on that growth, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. Especially coming from someone with a very strong perfectionist part. I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Beautifully said. And, it, you know, nourishing our soul, nourishing our spirit, our capital S self, whatever word you want to choose here. That's often a part we forget, isn't it? Mm-hmm. As we reflect, this part of our life is often pushed away. But I, I, I want to be really intentional too, but nourishing that side for me this year. And as I think about it, what's coming up is, is my own authenticity. And mm-hmm. so discerning between what's real for me and what's authentic. And Suzanne talked about the magical freedom 55, which I'm almost there too. And it's like, for me, that, that really fits in with nourishing my soul too. And in terms of authenticity and knowing what nourishes me, what doesn't nourish me and being okay to let go of what doesn't Mm -hmm. and just, and being real. 
to, and genuine with myself. What are things that, and being mindful, okay, what, what does nourish my soul and go towards that, go towards those things. Is it learning something new? Is it a practice that I really like? Is it spending time with my family? Is it um, starting a gratitude jar? You know, there, there are certain practices that I can do that really nourish my soul. Mm-hmm. And I can easily not engage in that when I'm trying, when, when some of my other parts that aren't so authentic really come on strong. And then, and then it's about taking the pause and saying, oh, why am I tired? Why am I overwhelmed? My soul needs more nourishing here. I'm not, I'm not feeding myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that takes, takes reflection and pausing. And in this time, focusing on what we can control and not what we can't control. Um, and that's our decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's our decisions yeah. and our feelings and, and what we want to invest our time into, right? Mm-hmm. Well said, Carm. Mm-hmm. I love when you say, Carm, taking a pause because the moment you pause is when you bring awareness to your moment. And that in and of itself feeds and nourishes your soul. In fact, that awareness, the awareness is that of your soul so i i absolutely resonate with that and what comes up for me in terms of nourishing my own soul or spirit um, are two things i've been doing a gratitude uh, practice um, for a long time now and you know it ebbs and flows right sometimes i'm just more engaged in it um, and, and I've done things uh, over time like, um, you know, passwords. My, you, I'm telling many people some of my passwords now. Um, but, you know, I'll say thank you as a password. Because, and that's just a strategy, right, um, that I've used just to remind myself that on a daily basis, I, or on an hourly basis, or whenever I'm signing in, um, to be grateful for whatever is coming I love up, that. You know. <laughs> um, it's, it's actually been, uh, it's actually been fun. And, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll play with it, right? So am I, you know, uh, thank you times 10, thank you times a thousand with an exclamation mark right because you have to make them secure um uh, that's great i love it so so just continuing to be grateful Mm -hmm. um is one of them and the other thing that's coming up for me is uh being present and again that comes back to the awareness being aware of my moment right now sometimes i'm really good at it sometimes i forget um and and i think part of nourishing my soul is also to be compassionate with just who i am and you know what i bring to the game um because sometimes i'm i'm on sometimes i'm not Um, but just that that promise and that commitment to myself to to be okay, 
to be okay. And I think that goes back to what you were saying, Matt, with your uh, censorship practice, um, just being okay with who I am. So, yeah. so I think, um, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of when we talked about, remember when we did the gift of overwhelm, you know, it, it is so easy to fall out of our practice. And so recognizing the signs, you know, and, and it helps us to, to come back on path, but it's, it is easy to fall back into, uh, and it's interesting because it seems to happen when stakes are higher, when stress increases is when we have more tendency to fall off our, our path of intentionality and connection with ourselves, you know? So I like that you, you know, it, we have to be honest about it. We're not always going to be on our path, which is why my, I'm hoping to keep myself to continue with what I've started because again, sometimes it's easy to fall off. Yeah. And consistency is that key, right? So mm -hmm. that, so that brings us probably full circle to how we started the podcast, which is one small thing at a yeah. time. Mm -hmm. So all of these things that we've talked about, we didn't wake up this morning and say, oh, we're all going to be doing these things now for the coming year, right? So it's not in, in framed in terms of a, of a resolution or anything like that. These are intentions that we're setting. Some of them are old practices. Some of them, you know, we're breathing new life into the practice. Mm -hmm. um, and some days we may not be doing them, but, but our intention is, you know, by setting the intention, we can, you know, bring some consistency to some of the practices or some of the changes that we're, that we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. And although we talked about, we kind of went through mind, body, and soul, they are so interconnected. I, you know, you just read my mind. separate them, right? So although we kind of did that, it's just also recognizing that they all go hand in hand. And sometimes, you know, so when we recognize part is not going great, it's okay, which part is off sync? Mm. Right? So, yeah, exactly. And I love what you said about setting your intentions. If, if they're coming from someone else putting pressure on us and we want to set goals, or if we even frame or conceptualize our goals with I, ha I have to, rather than uh rather than so for example i i need to lose 10 pounds versus i want to be healthy yes right just reframing an intention can really be nourishing in and of itself because then that that, that there's one has pressure one one doesn't and has a different like if i say oh i really hate lifting weights <laughs> like i truly hate lifting weights but at 54 I'm noticing that's something I'm going to have to add into my movement and my routine. And if I say, oh, I have to lift weights because I'm aging, yeah. that really puts it, doesn't really motivate me. But if I say, I want to be the best version of me I can be because I want to be a real uh, active and fun grandma, that's who I want to be. Yeah. And then that really lights me up. And then yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going to lift some weights. <laughs> yeah and it's kind of the idea of when we feel like we're doing it because we have to or it's it's like from a negative uh perspective and sometimes even the weight thing aren't i lucky that i have the ability to 
to lift weights right now. Yeah. And, and I, you know, sometimes when I'm on the treadmill or I'm going for more difficult, um, vigorous exercise, visualizing my heart getting stronger is, is what really, uh, creates that spark for me and longevity and being around for my children and my grandchildren. So when we frame it that way, it's not something we have to do. And it's almost like a punishment. Yeah. Like sometimes we come all, all yeah. almost like towards a sense of punishing our, like punishing ourselves until we're good enough. And so being able to frame it from a health perspective and wellness, check in the likelihood of sticking yeah. to it increases. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so key. Language and perception is key. One of the things that I started noticing uh, was that I, I, towards the end of the day, I'd say things to myself like, oh, I just need to disconnect. Oh, I'm going to have, uh, oh, it's Friday night. I want to disconnect from my work week. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Or I, um, you know, I'm going to do something because I want to disconnect. And I started thinking, well, what if I shifted that to, is it disconnection that I want? Or is it reconnection? Oh, beautiful. Mm. And I started, you know, when, you know, four o'clock on a Friday afternoon rolls around and my mind starts thinking, oh, you can disconnect now, you can disconnect. And then, you know, which leads to all of those things that we do to soothe ourselves and to actually disconnect. I started thinking about, oh, you have an hour left before now you can reconnect is it reconnecting with yourself and that includes maybe doing some stretching going for a walk is it reconnect or doing a meditation is it reconnecting with your partner ah that means an amazing conversation maybe a good laugh is mm -hmm. it reconnecting um you know with and and how whatever the reconnection is so just shifting it from um uh you know uh, i'll say it, uh, a word that has more negative um connotation to it to something that's far more positive and allows me to make better choices yeah very well said mm -hmm. and so it's not necessarily that we want to disconnect it's also kind of reshifting our focus, right? So fo moving from work to focusing on the other parts that are important, you know, relationships, relationship with self, relationship with others, that, grounding. That feels so nourishing to me as mm -hmm. I listen to both of you because we wear so many hats and we have, we, you know, we're therapists, we're, you know, we have partners, we have children, I have grandchildren. We have, we have so many different roles and we can feel that pressure building in order to try to accomplish achieve but if we we relax and like okay now it's time to shift in to connecting mm -hmm. with my partner or connecting with my son or my daughter then then that really gives our, us permission to nourish that part of our life mm -hmm. rather than oh time to connect time to disconnect that feels like there's an abruptness there's yeah. a must 
I must, I have to. And then, and it's almost like, you know, I use my mind all week. So now I'm going to just be mindless and numb. Right. But it's like, there are other ways of, of fulfilling that. Right. It's not necessarily that we want to be numb, but maybe we'll save that for a whole other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We can go over that for a long time. So I think we have an idea for a future podcast. I think we do. And yeah, and I think it comes full circle because, um, you know, we're, we're going to disconnect now from the podcast, uh, but, uh, but, but we're happy that we've reconnected and we look forward to reconnecting with each other and our listeners mm. in, uh, over the next couple of weeks. So thank you um, for listening and thank you, Carmen and Natalie, for being here today. What a joy. Thank you, Sue. And, and for a moment, over to our listeners, you know, what are some other ideas that nourish your body, your mind, your soul? Please feel free to share them in comments below or to connect with us on Facebook. Yeah. And, and then there uh, are three like, share, and comment. We love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's great. Like, share, and comment. Yeah. So to all, all of you, too, and our listeners, have a very nourishing day. Yes, you as well. And Happy New Year. Bye. New Year. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've enjoyed today's discussion, please like and share with others. We invite you to explore the many other We Are Three topics filled with insights to guide you through your life's journey.